We uh we have ads now, isn't that cool? We're moving up in the world, right? Yeah. I think yep. that's cool. Yeah, I think we, all, we all we all have ads. In, boys. Yep, we're we're monetizing the show. Uh so if you hear ads, um cool. I mean, that's uh, that'll be like I don't know. I know it said like Spotify as I don't know if it translates over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, but um yeah, uh I I I know Spotify doesn't pay shit on like on a purview thing. So uh we are now we're now working slave wages here. We we initially had done this as just a little passion project, a little thing we do in our time off. Now now it's the big time, folks. This is um uh we're slowly going to have this take over our lives to where um we're going to build a Zeppelin in the shape of Brian's head. That is the face re- uh, reveal for everyone, okay? Is is <laughs> <laughs> on launch it's on launch day. Me pulling down a massive tarp and it's a fucking ship, an airship in Ryan's face. That's <laughs> with uh yeah. Uh we have we have everyone here today. We have we have the Ryan, we have the Josh, we have the Nick. Uh bo- boys, how's everything going? Tom, I just want the listeners to be clear. We're just going to use the money from the ads to fund revolutionaries in South America, right? Like that's what's yeah. What we're going yeah. to be using. It for. I was donating yeah. my portion uh, to Antifa, so yes. yeah, we're uh, going to give that money to Antifa. We are going to give it to like battered women's shelters. We have an image to rehab. We're going to give it to. Um, <laughs> We're gonna give it to yeah. We're gonna give it to uh, South American give it, communist revolutionaries. That's what we're gonna do. I'm actually gonna give money to George Soros. Nobody ever does yeah. it. That yeah. Way. No, yeah. no one ever does that. Like, Warren Buffett. And I'm George, gonna give him my money too. He made all his money doing currency speculation. You know what? Let's turn the tables on him and let's speculate his dollar. You know what I'm saying, fellas? Yeah. Like, Let's, he's I mean, doing a lot of good, according to you know different corners of the internet. And I just want to just want to help that guy out, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, donate to gonna... Snopes. That's one of his things, right? Is uh, Snopes.com. I thought I can't remember what all he's owned or like donated to. Um, anytime I hear like conservatives like uh, whine about it, uh, I anytime they say anything, my bullshit meter goes off. So like, yeah, it definitely dilutes some truth that they do tell. But to be fair, they uh, they get the truth wrong so many times that I just mm. immediately discount it. Like uh, our favorite asshole in the world is Matt Walsh, and uh, he was he's been on one lately uh, talking about doing the whole trans like uh, forced hysterectomies and mutilating children thing. And like I looked that up, and this was like months ago. This was back in like August when it, whenever they're calling him bomb threats to hospitals. I'm like, none of this is true. And they keep saying it. Someone should really, someone like smart should have him on. Just sucker him into like a national spotlight role, and then take a massive shit on him. Like he got embarrassed pretty bad when he got fact checked by Jamie. I'm not even gonna say Joe Rogan, but Jamie on the on Joe Rogan's experience. Like he needs something like that, and not like a oh I think you have your stats wrong. Just like merciless. Just be like you're fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> like. He needs to get lured into something like that. Um, that's why, because we're revisiting this, we're going to get Aubrey Huff on here. We're going to get in good with him. And we're going to get him to get us Matt Walsh. Okay? He's going to... He, Ryan's going to fight both of them. What Simon. is some shit that's... Uh, you know, let, let's go to Aubrey Huff's uh, Twitter. Oh, no. Been up to this oh, week. God. Yeah. I think I he muted him. This, uh, Dude, dude, dude. Because he kept popping up on my, he kept popping up on my, like, uh, what is it on Twitter? They fucked that up. The for you, the for you or whatever. Yeah, it's so cool that Twitter's for you really only shows a bunch of conservative dumbasses. I really like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing any new left wing people. I have to go find them. I love, I love this new logarithm that 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 fucking sucks. But um. Aubrey's latest spiel was that he, yeah. he's got a massive goofus. He's got a goofus for the ages, okay? Within three <laughs> to five years, within three to five years, the vaccinated are going to start dropping like flies. This is some Mayan calendar bullshit, okay? Whenever it's like, oh, hey, you know, the 
Jesus is coming or the end of the world's happening this year. And then this year happens. You're like, I have my numbers wrong. It's going to be next year. It's going to be 10 years from now. And this is what they're going to do with the whole entire vaccination yep. dumb shit. They're going Goalposts, to be like, okay, baby. Goalposts. Well, yeah, they said we would be dropping in like a year or two. And honestly, my penis has gotten bigger. That's all that's happened since getting the since getting the shot. Um, yeah, that that's Aubrey's latest thing. Also, he's been well, like horribly anti-trans. He, d- he, he does have a fun well. thing. Um, okay, here's the tweet. Absolutely zero coincidence that Hillendale Farms, the country's biggest egg supplier, burned to the ground. Sure, it has nothing to do with controlling the world's natural food supply and making us heathens eat synthetic fake Bill Gates meat so we can all have bitch tits like him. Hmm. So... What? What the yeah. fuck did he say? I don't. <laughs> he tagged Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Yep. First off, Bill Gates is probably a Mariners fan. I don't think he really cares about you. Second, like what? I don't get what. What did? I don't get what he does here. It's also. Do you just think it's not that there are terrible working conditions in that place, and there were probably like exposed wires, and that people like go and put their lives in their line to work at the job every day? I don't know. That's just like cut to the. Oh, I got something here. I just he he had another one I was gonna bring up, but this is some uh, this is some this is some lonely trailer dad shit here. Haters, I'm 46 <laughs> years old, rich, and single man who's six foot four, 225 fit pounds, with no trouble getting dates. Had a great at MLB career and two World Series rings, so I don't need a job nor care if the at San Francisco Giants invite me to any event. If Aubrey's a girl's name is if Aubrey's a girl's name is all you got, do better. I think I know one that does do better, Ryan. The fact that he pissed himself in a Popeyes, I think that one is pretty good. What a got to him. I guess Live rent free, man. I guess the Giants are putting on something, and uh, I guess he's not invited. I don't know what he's. Yeah, every to. single like ceremony they hold that he's not invited to. What I, Nick, I cannot possibly imagine what aubrey huff says would that would be controversial like when he said that damar hamlin is actually dead and the nfl's covering it up that is totally a reasonable thought to have as well as to express in public <laughs> he's been doing that what's this new thing because he was at the hamlin was at the the snowy uh, afc divisional game and it was snowing they tried to do shots of him and like they couldn't see him. Yeah, and he's wearing funny. a mask, so that was that was an yeah. issue in itself. He came out and showed a video of himself. Like, that. This this is great. Um, we need to get back to just. I mean, let's get, we can get back to happy stuff. What do you got, Ryan? I think you should kick. I mean, because of the because of the weather, we couldn't see Demar Hamlin, and yeah. it's not like you know anyone out there can control the weather or anything. Oh. Like that. Like no one, I'm saying no one can control the weather. Is what I, my my take is as out there. I just like it'd be pretty impossible to do that. And uh, no one can control the weather is what you would say if you're a sheep. A real a real wired and woke mind says the Jews control the weather, and we what are they were a doing space was shrouding. Friendly podcast guys, just to remind yep. you, they were yep. shrouding Demar Hamlin's clone. Might I add, because the real Demar Hamlin died not from a from a cardiac arrest in a in a sporting event that uh, that that can happen. And no, 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 he died because he was playing football while vaccinated, which is like a DWI, but worse. Okay, he was footballing while vaxxed. and the Jewish cabal out there, the Jewish elites, don't want us to know the truth. That the vaccine kills you randomly. That's we're gonna clip this and send it to him. That that's the truth. <laughs> God damn it. Do you think uh, Do you think Aubrey Huff and um, Black Israelite Mike Schilt would be friends? <laughs> Listen here, motherfucker. My boy Demar, along with my friends Kwame and Shree are some of the most dedicated people in the world. And let me tell you, it wasn't no Jews that shrouded my boy Damar and pretended that he was dead. No. 
It was the oppression of the Israelites, okay? We are going to take back that land and it's going to belong to me and my peoples. Me and my black Israelite <laughs> buddies led by I, Michael J.W. Fuck you, Schilt, okay? Hot take. Honestly, that bit could do better because there is overlap with it because black Israelites are incredibly anti-Semitic. Anyone who's ever enjoyed that bit and just think that, like, I'm doing a bit of Mike Schilt who thinks he's black. That is the surface level of it. <laughs> but deeper beneath that is that the black Israelites are like black Nazis. They are, they're blitlers, okay? So that, that's the other layer of the onion you don't want to, you, you may want to bite into or chop up and put on your little White Castle burgers. But if you're here because the idea of Mike Schilt dressing in, like, that weird African garb like the Democrats wore after like George Floyd. <laughs> if that gives you a chuckle, yeah. If that gives you a chuckle and a giggle, you can laugh at that. That's fine. But if you're here for hard hitting satire, as this podcast is known for, you know, Mike, what we're saying is Mike Schultz, a black Nazi. Okay. That's what we're going with. And anti-Semitic. <laughs> so, uh, we need to feel good. We have to do segments now because of these ads, because we're beholden to uh, to the to our corporate <laughs> masters now. I have a side, uh, I guess, breaking news. Dexter Fowler is joining Marquee Sports Network as a studio analyst, primarily for pre- and post-game shows around Cubs oh, broadcasts. Cool. That's good. Cardinal That's legends, good. Uh, Dexter Fowler. He retired, cool. so I'm sure everyone knows this. Um you know what? Do I really want to do it, guys? Is Dexter Fowler a Hall of Famer? We're gonna we're gonna have that conversation. <laughs> is he a Hall of Famer? He's not a Hall of Famer. He's dead because he got the vaccine and his wife's from Iran. Okay, Dexter Fowler's death has been covered up, and he's taken on a gig covering Cubs post games. Who the hell would want to do that? Isn't that right, Kawhi? Give me some skin, brother. Um, he's all, <laughs> he is a Rockies Hall of Famer. He is an Astros Hall of Famer. He is a Cubs Hall of Famer. He is a Cardinals Hall of Famer. And he is an Angels <laughs> Hall of Famer. Of course, Dexter's Hall of Famer. I'm just, I'm still laughing at the, give me some skin, brother. Give me some skin, <laughs> homie. I'm going to say, bro. I'm going to say, homie. I'm going to say, for show. Anyway. Um... <laughs> As we talk about if uh, Dexter Fowler is a Hall of Fame, anything. Yeah, Dexter Fowler pulled to... off a huge heist on Bill DeWitt, so no, that's what take happened. Take Bill DeWitt's money. Take, take his motherfucking money. Um, let me look here. Honestly, I know this sounds dumb, but if we take out that absolutely god-off injury-plagued year, like, Fowler was fine. Like, the seasons he gave us, fine money well spent. It's just he had that rotten fucking egg gear. That like completely negated all value with that contract. Like his first season with us, he got off to that it's pretty good, horrible man. start, and then he picked up. Yeah, had like well, he had around like two sixty, nearly twenty homers. I was excited. You know, his final, I was too. He's he's a cool guy. He's cool. All right. Um, I'm making the mistake right now while uh while on the pod. I'm venturing into Dexter's Menchies, and I'm just see if anyone's being mean to him. Well, so you know that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing like a lot of supportive Cardinal stuff. That's good. Thank God. Thank God. Also, here's the other thing about Dexter Fowler's Twitter, though. So maybe I was wrong to uh, make my goofus Marcus Stroman. It's DexterFowler.eth. And mm. I, want, I don't know what that is. I think that means Ethereum. I've seen Ethereum people. Yeah, I was wondering if that's what it meant, too. Is he a Please, Dex. Guy? No, I uh, please don't be crypto. Please don't be fucking cryptoing, man. It's such a scam, dude. Like that's how my brother. No, died. yes, he. Oh god. <laughs> he uh no yeah March twenty seventh twenty twenty two. He did board ape yacht club. He had a fucking yeah. Oh yeah, he's totally into NFTs and shit. He's not not nice fucking titties, mind you. Um. This board I ape mean, is wearing a pickle hop. 
And there is reason to believe that the guys who made Board Ape, Board Ape, Ape Yacht Club have some uh, questionable beliefs about uh, certain German forms of government from uh, in the early 20th century. So that ain't good. So, hmm. um, best to you, Dex. Drop the crypto and NFT bullshit, man. Come on. Just praise upon stupid people with money in Europe. I don't want you to be a stupid person with money. I just want you to be be the Dexter Fowler I knew and loved, the Fowler that struck out five times in the 20-inning game against Arizona. That's the Dex I want, the one who hit that walk-off homer against the Cubs because Jason Hayward couldn't catch that ball. That's the Dexter Fowler I want in my life. Not this shit. And that's the only moment that uh, Cardinals fans tweeted out. It is. Um, I don't know. He probably – had other moments like the time he caught a fly ball but he didn't catch it their own way he didn't catch it the white way is you know so uh let me let's revisit his career dex ends his career the man doesn't hustle 770 yeah with a 775 ops not bad pretty good yeah no especially for a guy who didn't hit for tremendous power you know um he posted a career 19.4 war that's good he only posted a 1.8 war with us because uh you know that 20 2018 season um it was his only good one right or no what, what was it no 20, 2019 was 2017 2017 yeah. was going to be real good because uh he was he had over 800 ops he was going to hit 20 homers like that was going to be a really good season he had like a 360 some on base percentage. He was good. But it's that one it's that one fucking year, man, that like derailed everything. So he would have been a five war player with us. He would have been money well spent. But He had a good seven be. seven games in LA. Yeah, I remember that. God. Now which team does he retire as? I have to feel like it's the Cubs, right? Oh yeah, when he goes in the Hall. Yeah, I mean he spent a lot of years in Colorado though, so that's, so that's the why I'm the only like, fan base yeah. that I think really liked him. So yeah, yeah. probably a Cub. Yeah. So, congrats to him, Ryan. What's your assessment of Dexter Fowler? Fuck Mary Kill. Um, he almost got us kicked out of a game once. Oh apparently. yeah, that's a good story. How'd that story go? Um, somebody came down, one of the ushers, and was like, hey, sir, we're going to have to ask you to stop saying, saying the curse words that you're saying. And we said, what words are we saying? And they said the F word. And I said, what, Dexter Fowler? <laughs> I remember uh, you talking about this. <laughs> um, they, uh, did. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. I think that was it. And I can't, I couldn't remember us saying any curse words or, like, we being were, that ob- obnoxious. We were very PG, and, um... I would own up to if we were being a nuisance because I think it's funny, but we were not dropping any f bombs of any variety. No, no, no fucks. No, not the other one. We weren't doing any. We were we we were yelling. We were saying yeah. stupid we're shit. S- like get him out of here. Our fathers. Yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't drop a we didn't drop a fuck though. Uh, it was. It's just Dexter Fowler's name, I guess, leaves a bad taste in, in everyone's mouth up in St. Louis. People's mouth. They're like, hey, we don't, we have Nolan Arenado now. You guys can't can't bring that up, all right? It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look. Also, go ahead. What, speaking of Fowler's career, what is the all scamming, <laughs> at, scamming the DeWitts out of their money team? Like, who are the best players who have slain? We should make that an episode. Well, that's, that's a great Brett episode. Cecil in the pen. Yeah, Greg Holland. Brett Cecil, Cecil. Andrew Brett Miller, C- Greg Holland. Greg Holland. Dexter Fowler. Um, Mark Mulder. Yeah, Mulder did give us one really good year. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would say yes to that, but he had that one really good year. I can't remember what his contract was for. That we had him. He was making six, seven point seven, four and a half, and seven million. I wouldn't have hated the, the Andrew Miller million. deal if they didn't give him that vesting option in fucking twenty twenty. That was dumb. Super dumb. Um, let me think. Yeah, we'll have to make that list before the season. The scamming, the Dewitts out of their money. Yeah, and I'm trying to think want... of like a left fielder, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm <laughs> struggling. 
Like Troy Gloss, would Troy Gloss be on that list? Ooh, Probably. Yeah. He wasn't well, we bad. Got two years, we got two years out of him. The second year he was horribly injured. But he was really fucking good the first year. We got three uh, out of him, year. and he was he was serviceable in his first year, but not in his second. Yeah, 20, uh, 2008, 2009, he made $24.6 million. His first season with us, um, before getting fucked up, he had 27 tanks, 99 RBIs, a 372 on base percentage, a 4.4 war. He was really good. He was a great Scott Nolan oh, replacement. For his first year over there but like i would i would put him in like that category of just like dudes who like i wouldn't say scamming like lance bergman level like bergman and like bergman and gloss are like the same like bergman was great was, yeah yeah ty Berg- wigginton ty, you motherfucker <laughs> um he, he was with us for a season right yeah but i don't think he's scammed i mean if we pick like a guy in like some bullshit trade like like I don't like we had we have to think like Mike uh, Leak. Mike Leak, that would be one. We're gonna find a lot of pitchers, I feel like. Um here, Ty Wigington. Yeah, he only made two and a half million to be bad. I mean I wouldn't yeah. Fine. You know what? Fuck it. Put it in there. He Paul DeYoung. two and a half million at put four thirty one OPS. Okay, you stop. <laughs> you you behave. Okay. I don't want to hear his name from you ever again. You understand, young man? Eh, eh. Oh, you're, I thought you were talking to the cat. You're talking to me? Talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chiding Nick. Listen, Paul got rid of the leg kick. He says he's been hard at work learning how to hit something <laughs> round. And st- he's believing in the ball. Usually he doesn't believe in things that are round, as we know. I'm not joking. Listen to me. This is a 100% real fucking bet, and I'm not, and I'm not lying. I yeah. will fucking eat one of my shoes that I've worn. You'll eat a bug. No, let's make it a bug. I, whatever you want me to eat, I'll eat it. <laughs> if he bats 280 the whole season and doesn't get demoted once. Uh, I don't think that. Sorry, everybody. Everybody's on him. I don't think it's. I don't think that's brave. If you were like, if he doesn't hit two thirty, I'd be like, okay, that's bold. That's got some stank behind mm, it. Two eighty. Okay. Two eighty. So just uh, to just to reiterate, you said two eighty, and he can't get sound. He can't. He cannot get sent down a triple A. Yep. Right? Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. If we does, have it on record right eat, here, so you're. If he does, you're eating a bug of our choosing. Yep. Two two eighty is unrealistic for him. <laughs> Sorry. That's where my bet goes. <laughs> I he wins the Nick fucking like batting title. He, be, he becomes he becomes Tim Anderson. <laughs> he turns around a low career batting average and he bats like three fifty three, and like when asked about it, he specifically pulls up tweets from haters, especially Nick. Like this guy told my mom to kill herself and to drown. He, this guy told this guy told my mom he should have drowned me in a bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude alright alright I think that's fair I'm thinking of like the people that took our money Ozuna no he, he did not no yeah, and he wasn't he was bad with us for real you know he was yeah uh, let's see 4.7 B war for 21 million yeah we got our money's worth out of Marcel hmm I'm, yeah, I'm literally going to have to dig that up. I am curious. That's a good one, Ryan. The all take DeWitt's money squad. That's pretty cool. Does it have to be DeWitt's or going to be just like, you know, the Bushes? I guess Fred, extra points Fred for the DeWitt's since they are craven, disgusting uh, guys. Villains. Since they're terrible, terrible human beings. Um,. Okay, so I don't know. What, we we shot the shit on old Fowler, made fun of some transphobes, came up. I with have a. Good, a what do you got? I have a good meme for you guys. Um, okay. So Kyle tweeted um, on the radio. Uh, Chip Carre just said something about probably being conceived in Sportsman's Park, and I gotta tell you, now I'm all in on Carre. So I think Carre is gonna be fun. I think we're going to like him more than Danny Mac at the end of the day. I think so, too, honestly. Yeah. 
He's got like the voice. He's got the chops. Like when people are like, uh, you know, it was cool having Danny come, having a guy coming straight through the ranks because he's more, you know, he came up with the system. You can honestly say he came up with some players, he came up with personnel, so like he has more insight. That's cool. But like at, at the end of the day, like remember the Rango Ravello home run? You remember that? Knocked me Such down. A bad call. Yeah. And Danny never really had like a, a patented home run call, you know. He just would get excited. And I think that's fine. And Danny was a great commentator. I can't wait to see what Chip Carey does with Jim. I mean, man, Danny Mac, 22 freaking years, man. Like. Yeah, man. That's don't, that's don't. crazy. You got to be a good his drunk career driver, is, so Yeah, his career is drink. just old enough to drink, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, you know, that, he's kind of cool in the way that, like, every eight years he just has a, on average, he gets a DUI. You know, it's 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 kind of like how every seven years every cell in your body is replaced and you're like a new person. He just yeah, gets DUI and he's breaking he, he's breaking it he's breaking in he's breaking in the new guys in his liver is what he's doing. He's like, all right, new cells in my liver, let's fucking go. I'm going down to Shannon. <laughs> Danny has been closed down. We're bringing it back, goddammit! Tell those Toe 411 guys to stay off my yard. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, okay. Enough memes. Do an ad break and then do the top left fielders. Let's do it. Okay, Let's... guys, this is an ad break. I have no idea if it works, so um, here it is. It's probably for, like, Trevor Bauer's momentum or something stupid. All right, that's enough silence. Yeah, I guess it'll go. Okay, I mean, okay. I'm sure it'll go like, you know. Yeah. Trying. Yeah. Do you I want me to? Uh, I hope the automated ad is you... like Adam and Eve or some shit like that. You know. Be like be, sex toys, sex toys on your favorite baseball podcast. Are you tired of being I'm fucked s- in the ass? <laughs> On some of my podcasts, I keep getting, like, religious ones, and they're, like, not religious podcasts at all. Have you guys Dude. been getting these? Um, the, like, yeah. for the, whatever, the Christian Netflix or something? The fuck? Know. Watch the fucking Epoch Times of all creatures be be on our podcast for, like, advertisement. Be like, January 6th is not what you think it is. It's actually an, it's actually a, 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 an ordainment by Satan to make the Democrats more powerful. Check out the real truth on the Epoch Times. Like, that's the kind of stuff we're going to get with our ads. Um, or watch it be something like, um, uh, like, like check out the Daily Wire or something. <laughs> get all your latest news with Louder with Crowder. <laughs> Are you tired of trans people simply existing? Check out the Matt Walsh Power Hour, folks. I don't know. We'll see which ones we get. Um, but hey, let's do let's do top left fielders because I'm I'll start. So excited! I'm so excited. Please start, Nick. Actually, no. Let me start. We, let me start. Let me start. I'm the most mad about it. No, um, you got to go last. You got to stew more. Oh, fuck you. Go ahead. You know what I mean. Yeah. How you show us your superior by going last, Tom? No, uh, I didn't even try on this one. I got so frustrated with it. Go ahead, Nick. All right. Uh, no, wait. We should let. No, actually, I'm gonna go with Tom. We should let Tom go first because he's only gonna have guys who definitely only play left field. Yes. Uh, and then he can yell at all of us okay. when we have. I can do that. Like, right he only there. played fifty fucking games. I can't um, wait to hear this terrible list. Go for it, buddy. It is a very <laughs> dude. Very terrible list because uh, I have no idea who the fuck is going to play left field. I'm going to be honest. Um, I looked at uh, basic requirements, you know, get 200 plate appearances. So that gets guys who may have been hurt and play 500 innings in left field. 500 innings. Okay. If you play 120 games, you'll play a thousand innings easily, you know, Um 500 innings. That's like 50 to 60 games, right? You think that's honestly it should be at least, you know, 700 innings. Should be half the season. But I made it lower because when I put full time, I only pulled up like 
13 left fielders who played full time. So I had a lower standard. This position, we bitched about outfield positions a lot last year, but this position is a motherfucking abyss. So this is a dishonorable list with dishonorable mentions. Dishonorable mentions, because there was only 23 guys to play 500 innings in left field. Uh, throw, throw Tony Kemp, Rob, Robbie Grossman, throw the whole fucking party on there. Put Joey Gallo on there, Brandon Marsh, Yadiel Hernandez, I don't care. Um... If he ends up playing left field, you know, Eloy Jimenez, um, if he does play left field, I'll revise this and put him in my top ten. Same with Jordan Alvarez, because Jordan's name popped up, and he only started 26 games in left field. He did play a lot in the outfield in the playoffs, though. He did. Um, He had 400 innings in, in, uh, in left field, so they would start him in 26 of them, and they brought him in as a sub in 20-something others. Um. I don't think he's going to be a left fielder. I think he'll just DH and spell for people. But we don't know. Same with, like, Michael Brantley. Um, Same with Jack Sawinski. Um, Eloy is another one I already mentioned. So this is the shittiest list of active left fielders known to man. Number 10. Uh, I'm going to – because all these guys I'm about to name, three of them had a good season. Okay. (laughs) Number 10, Tyler O'Neill is number 10. He will be top 10. That is, honestly, I could probably put him at number 5. Tyler O'Neill will be a top 10 left fielder. Number 9, Corbin Carroll. He is a prospect that's coming up through the Diamondbacks. This is how desperate my list is. Uh, I'm just going to pick <laughs> guys. I'm going to just say, you know what this rookie would be good? Who, who's the one that the Dodgers have? Miguel, what's his name? Amaya. Vargas. Yeah. Miguel Vargas. Fuck oh. it. Put him in as a tie for 10 with Tyler O'Neill. He's going to have a great year. The bar is so low, maybe one of us could be a top 10 left fielder. Number eight, Austin Hayes. Not that good. Number seven, Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich, in terms of war, was the eighth best left fielder. He had a 2.3 war. Andrew Benintendi, number six. Ian Happ, number five. Kyle Schwarber, number four. And here's my hottest take because I got so frustrated. You know how I like to make my brackets be like, this is what I'm looking for in a guy. They're, when it came to power numbers, I had to scroll down to like the 30s and 40s to complete like the list of these qualified left fielders. Um, so I'm going to have some minor hope here. Number three is Chris Bryant. Um, when he <laughs> did play with Colorado, he played most of his games in left field. Hey, let's see if he's a left fielder. They uh, they still have Ryan McMahon, if I remember right. Yeah, he'll be a left fielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Randy Arizona. And number one, Stephen Kwan. Stephen Kwan with his sub-800 OPS and his 4.4 F4. Did you know Stephen Kwan's 4.4 F4 led all active left fielders last year what a shit heap of a position fuck left field anyway that's my list let's hear your guys' good. hopefuls good job okay i i thought i was gonna get really pissed off at center field because center field is where we got really mad last year but like left field was offset because there was a superstar that was when o'neill had that awesome season okay so, like, we were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's Tyler O'Neill's world, and we're just living in it. Yeah, that's what I was yep, about to say. That was the title of an episode. Cold takes exposed. <laughs> yeah, uh, and now that we have the power of the beep, I may go through and just beep that whole entire whole entire segment. Um, but, yeah, that is, uh, if, if history serves us, and these are the fucking guys, these fucking mopes playing, playing left field this season, Sure, you can throw any of the dishonorables in the top ten. It's an open club. Everyone can join it. All right. Who's next? Uh, um, I'll go next. Okay. Oh, do you want to go, Nick? I mean, yeah, I'll be quick. Ooh. I don't got to. Yeah. It's just names. We'll both be quick. There's some. There's we'll go some, back to back. Yes, baby. Well, Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. He's left fielder. We got 20 minutes we can fill here. Take your time. Honorable mentions from least favorite to most favorite. Eloy Jimenez at five. Austin Hayes at four. Trace Thompson, hot take at three. Uh, Chris Bryan at two. And Jack Peterson at one. 
Um, so my number 10 guy. <clears throat> oh, wait. Did I not put Jock in my top 10? You didn't? I didn't. I was so pissed off I didn't put Jock in there. Uh, Jock's number five. Fuck you, Ian. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> we're gonna podcasts. We're going to Mamma Mia this start at Andrew Benintende at 10. Um, nobody nobody uh, mentioned Lourdes Goriel Jr. yet, so he's my number nine. Oh, I could have put him on there. Uh, he hit for a high <laughs> average, but everything else made him suck. I like I him. I don't get it. I think you he'll do what? good. It's Yeah, it's a good take. I would say it's a good take. High contact rate and everything like that. It's a uh, number eight's Ian Happ. Uh, seven, we got Kyle Schwarber. Even though he's going to be DHing a lot, but he'll play the outfield. Um, yep. Six, and this could be neither here nor there with what side of the field he plays on, but Alex Verdugo. Um, my number five guy is Corbin Carroll. My number two, four, sorry, Tyler O'Neill. Uh, Randy Arozarena at three, Stephen Kwan at two, and Jordan Alvarez at one. I mean. Jordan should be just like top DH, but who cares at this point? He may end up playing left field. I feel like corner outfield positions, like, it's just a merry-go-round, right? Pretty much. I'm trying to think, like, consistent right fielders like Harper, Soto, and Judge. They at least have those three. But left field is abyssal. Yeah, motherfuckers have Soto as a left fielder listed a lot of places. So... Yeah, he's a it's right apparently, But apparently they're going to put Tatis in right field to try to avoid injury. They, why? Okay. Right field, you have to have, the, is, you have, you is, have to have the strongest arm. You have to throw the fucking ball in right field. Tatis has a strong apparently arm. That, yeah. Sure, but like he's going to be making those plays more. So if you don't want him to get hurt, why not just have him fucking DH? Why? I think the plan seems to be that's why everybody's putting Soto in left field, and they're doing it in like fantasy baseball too. Okay, you have to draft. Sure, we'll by... see. I mean, we could be wrong. Remember, like last year, where we didn't know where Schwarber and Castellanos were going to be, so we just fucking mix that yeah. up. And they're like, "No, they're going to play Schwarber over Castellanos." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" So, <laughs> uh, well, we. I'm just saying about... it with. Sorry. Right. Um, I was going to say with like Harper, like are they going to have him DH a bunch again this year too? No, he'll be healthy. He's only he's fucking DH. Oh, really? He's like dead. Yeah. Soto hasn't played left field a game in left field since 2020. It's probably not that big of a deal obviously. Once you're kind of like acclimated with one corner outfield spot, you can play either, I feel like, but yeah. Yeah. You know Corey Dickerson didn't even have enough innings to qualify as a left fielder. I really wanted to sneak him in on that just for the lulls, but I did. He did. He's. It's just a shit position in general. So, where's wait? Where Corey Dickerson got signed somewhere? right? Nationals. Honestly, yeah. Nationals. Nah, man. I almost put Lane Thomas on there just because of, you know. He was he pretty almost, on a lot of lists. He was kind of ranked high. He was serviceable, which is more than what I think we expected from him. I mean, he had like a positive war. He was he was fine, but like on a team that's the shit ass Nationals, that you know he should be team MVP. All right, who's brave enough to go next? Josh. I will go. Joshua is I. Okay, um, I'm just gonna go through my methodology. Um, my list fucking blows. It is not good. I made it while I was waiting to go into the gym this evening. Um, and then I did, I made some edits while I was looking through fan graphs on the elliptical. So, with my mm. head going up and down constantly, I am probably fucked up some of the uh, lines of the players I ranked. Um, so, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, honorable mentions, in no particular order. Um, I've got Jesse Winker. If he plays enough in left field, I don't know. I still don't understand how to format... Uh, fan graphs that way to actually see how many games they played in left field. It's a shit site on mobile. It really is. Uh, yeah. So I literally did not check that for any of these players. So my list is not good. Like I said, um, four 
Um, well, and on my honorable mentions, four, which means nothing. Uh, Verdugo. We have uh, then Marcel Ozuna, pre-jail, of course, because um, since we've got odds on him going and for how long. Um, two, we've got Lane Thomas. And then one, we have Yelich. Um, that's my honorable mentions in no particular order. Okay. Um, at number 10, we've got Jerks and Profar. Uh, Holy shit. Which... <laughs> Who the fuck knows where he's going to play, but I had him in fantasy last year, and he wasn't He played enough. He qualified. Okay. Um, We've got nine. got Austin Hayes. Um, Eight, we've got Jock. Uh, Seven, we have Ian Happ. Um, Six, we have Benintendi, old Andrew. Um, Number five, we have Tyler O'Neal. Four, we have Randy Arizona. Three, we have Kyle Schwarber. Two, we have Stephen Kwan. And one, we have Jordan Alvarez. Yes, sir. Neat. So. Are you guys going to make Jordan yeah. your number one DH? No. Eh, I'm, no. I'm saying if I put him on like a left field, I'm not going to put him in any other list right. going forward. That's just going to be my, my personal. Well, I'll spoil um, it now. Jordan's going to be my number one DH. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Good list, Josh. We, you know what? All Thank these you. lists are fine because given what we're working, I don't with, think. I don't think left field's that bad. That's pretty I mean, fucking bad. There's just no. If you don't include Jordan, who again played a third, not even like that, he appeared in a third of the games he played. He didn't play like innings wise that amount. Um. Stephen Kwan is your best left fielder in terms of last year. It's it's gruesome. Like, is Chris Bryant going to post a fucking all-star season this season? I hope so. Do you guys have any confidence in that? Could. He very well could. Has he? If he has, he was hurt last He's year. healthy, dude. He's he playing was, cores. Like, how's he looked MVP the past candidate. few years? Like, two seasons, he's Fine. been looking, he's been bad. Not going to lie, I prayed for his downfall when he was a Cub. You pray for all kinds of violence, Nick. Like you're, 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 you're the mean. You're like a mean, like, like possessed boy by the devil in like a German fairy tale. That's what you are. Like, and then I put the sawdust in the teacher's porridge, and she grew terminally ill. And then I had no homework for the rest of the week. Oh, hinga dinga uh, then I brought forth the Third Reich. Anyway, like, I don't know. Bryant, three war in 2021, point two in 2020. Like, I don't know. You've been bad. I don't know. Stinky. Good... Stinky. Stinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of cars where steering wheels don't fly off, did you guys see that the <laughs> Tesla Model Y's uh, steering wheel has flown off? <laughs> Wait, what? Hold on. Tesla Model Y. Steering Josh did wheel send it. Fell off. Oh, yeah. Yep. It has uh, came off. Another <laughs> steering wheel fell off while its owner was trying. Wow, what a piece of shit fucking car. So, my boss got this car, and, like, I know at some point with her shitty Tesla, there's going to be a job opening for her position like six months i feel like like the, this car is going to kill her God. what kind of tesla did she, like what kind did she get did she get a y or did she get like a model s or what i you know honestly it's a tesla it'll kill her one way or the other steering wheel like a, either it'll probably drive into a wall that's painted like a tunnel that's probably what it'll do. <laughs> Go it'll be like, like, like a wily horn. coyote thing. yeah yeah and the yeah. fucking horn goes meep meep whenever it does it Meep 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 meep. Okay, we're down to one. We're down to Ryan's left field list. Ryan, give us some hope here, man. It's it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, again, if I put some people on it on this list, I'm not going to put them in right or at DH. You better not. List, so. Or we'll dox you to the fans. You better. You better. You can just tell everybody <laughs> where I live, send them my address, send your hate mail there. You will kick your ass. Uh. Yeah, we'll get Aubrey Huff. Aubrey Huff just shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Ryan? Beep. 
Yeah, I'm kicking your ass right now. Okay, Ryan, what do you got, buddy? Why is, why is there piss all over you? Um, <laughs> I gotta get lubricated for a fight. Because I'm six foot four, two twenty five, rich and fit. I ain't got no trouble getting dates. No matter how much I piss uh-huh. on myself. I'm a high-value male. I'm a, I got so much just... testosterone pulsing through <laughs> my tiny San Francisco giant veins. I, I was on two World Series winners. Okay, okay. All right. Enough fun. This list. Okay. Let it eat. My Anis, um, I've got, in no particular order, uh, Mark Canha, uh... Taylor Ward, Nick Hates and Matt. Austin Meadows. I know, but I liked him when he was on the A's. Uh, yeah, he's so, so cool I though. Him. He's so cool. He was like, I love, I love gay people. He like spoke out about that. He's super based. That's good. And Nick, and Nick hates him because he's got pond scum on him. So. <laughs> Real bastard, this Italian. I tell you what. All right. Um, Starting number ten, we got Ben Nintendo. Whoa. Um, nine, Chris Bryant. Oh. Eight, Yelich. Seven, Ian Happ. Six, Broneal. Five, I got Brantley. Four, I have Stephen Kwan. Ooh. Three, Randy Arizona. Hell yeah. Two, I got Schwarber. And one, I have Juan Soto if he is playing in left field. Okay, that's as true. per as per rumors. If he plays left field, he's <laughs> my one. Uh, I will probably put. Him yeah, I mean, yeah, same, same. We'll just. I'll go Steamer's, with that. I'm looking at Steamer's projections for left fielders. Um, there is, they have one guy projected to have like an all-star season, and then everything else is really just above average to average. So the 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 mean here, uh, um, or sorry, the median here, um, is like Austin Hayes, Alex Verdugo, but a guy like we could have probably thrown on maybe Tony Kemp, because he's all the A's got, so he's definitely gonna get playing time. But, like, uh, they threw Jake McCarthy on here. He'll be in Arizona. I saw that, too. I figure we should just, like, pound through the outfield positions the next couple weeks because they suck. And then we can just do the rest of the – because we're going to have fun with third base and first base and short and second. We're going to have fun with all that. Um, But, like – I, aside from center field, I feel like when you're tagged for center field, that's where you're going to be. Like you are a primary center fielder. That is easy to separate guys out, you know, and be like, this guy's a center fielder. But corner outfield positions, like what the fuck is your purpose? Center field does your job covering the gaps. He's the guy who's got to like do all the athleticism. You're there to just be a dude and you'll hit home runs. That's it. Right. Right field, yep. has strong arm, throw guys out at third, cool. But as you can see, you can be a piece of shit fielder like Juan Soto and still get be a finalist for being the best fielder in the league. Like, I don't know. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Wild. Um, I know. Um, <coughs> the highest projected fielding... Uh, <laughs> Fielding uh, left fielder, the uh, steamer is projecting Nick Matone. Is it Madden or Matone? I thought it was Matone. Corbin Carroll and Brandon Marsh to be the best fielding left fielders next season. Why the f- where did Tyler O'Neill go? He he had a rough one. Um, I know corner outfield takes like negative modifiers on it, so let's see where they have him at. They probably have him pretty low. Um, his arm wasn't nearly as good as it was in prior, prior years, but, I mean, he was also hurt. So, I'm sure he'll be fine. In terms of offensive value, yeah, they think Alvarez will be be number one. But if not, they have Eloy Jimenez. When I was looking at Eloy's 80-something games, most of them were at DH. So, if those two are strictly left fielders or play half their games or most of their games, they're, they're easily number one, number two in terms of left fielder. 
And then after that, it's Quan, Schwarber, Arizona, Yelich, and Andrew Vaughn. Ooh. You know, I, I always saw him more as like a first baseman. But anyway, that's that's our list, guys. This is the happiest list we've ever made. You guys felt happy about this list? Sure. Sure? Yeah. 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 Want to wanna make fun of Aubrey Huffmore on Twitter? <laughs> oh, oh. oh no we gotta make fun of the guy that Nick was going after earlier who's like Yadier Molina's not a Hall of Famer oh, oh my yeah was oh, that the Chicago guy this guy, had his, he, this guy had his jaw unhinged like a rattlesnake sucking dick <laughs> <laughs> he could have just said he was sucking his dick but I'm happy we had the rest there uh, he is a like mega Chicago fan um, he says he's <laughs> proudly blocked by Yadier Molina on Instagram. I don't get people, like, when they get blocked, they have to, like, take a photo and be like, ah, look at me, I'm a renegade. <laughs> yeah, we know nothing about getting blocked, too. So, Definitely like, not, no. Nope. Yeah. Never, yep. nope, I'm not blocked by anybody it. on Twitter at all, and I've never shown nope. anybody that yep. I've been blocked either. Oh, definitely not. We've never engaged in any miscreant behavior that would result in such a thing. Anyway, this guy said uh, he posted something. He posted something from base from su- a baseball subreddit. Um, he's like, uh, you know, I, I'm not the guy, but you know, I want to be friends with this dude. And uh, it's just more anti-yachty shit. Be like, oh, he was, you know. He hit more like A.J. Pierzynski, even though he was, like, incredibly gifted defensively. And I'm going to use B-War because I'm a fucking troglodyte, okay? Um, I feel like... Oh, God. The year or two before Yachty comes up for Hall of Fame, I feel like I'm going to pull my fucking hair out. I think that's going to be one of the most miserable years as a baseball fan because I'm going to be so annoyed... With everyone being like, well, he didn't hit very well. I'm like, yeah, he did. He hit above average as a catcher. He did not blister the ball, and, you know, he wasn't. He didn't have. He wasn't roided flat- up Mike Piazza and wasn't roided up Pudge Rodriguez. He was Yadi or Molina. Yeah. Without roids. Um, he played so motherfucking long because he was able to sustain, at the very least, mediocre to above average production. And I really don't think people appreciate that for a position as demanding as catcher is to at least be able to provide that. Joe Maurer stopped being a catcher, what, nine, ten years into his career? Buster Posey's retired. Okay? All these, like, to be a, to, to be a catcher with any, any sustainability... You have to either be incredibly gifted as a hitter or incredibly gifted defensively, as well as, like, your health holding up. Like, a JT Real Muto, prime example of a guy who does both. But, like, other than that, what else we got? You know, Yachty maintained his position as a upper echelon catcher for, even if we, let's get rid of, like, the years he wasn't that good. But let's say, you know, top 10, like, you know, wins above replacement catcher. I would guarantee he's been top 10 for, what, 10, 15 years in a row? At least 10 years in a row. Okay? And it's not because occasionally he hit 20 home runs or he hit near 300. It's because of his fucking defense. It has always been Yachty's motherfucking defense. And it's just, hey, he may have been one of the best. This guy says he was the best. One of the best defensive catchers for his era. That's what pissed me off the most. No, he is the best defensive catcher of our era. There is one catcher I would put above Yachty, and that's probably Pudge. Um, We didn't didn't have, like, the metrics we have now to measure Pudge back in the day, but Pudge had a great reputation. Total zone rating is flawed, but, you know, I go off Pudge's rep, and I go off, hey, he had a better arm than Yachty. He threw out guys at a way better clip than Yachty, so... I would probably give the notch, not the pudge there. But if we're going to say, if you guys say Yachty's number one, I won't. Who cares? Yachty's at least. Yachty at very worst is the second best catcher to ever play. Well, um, wouldn't you say pudge is also in a different era too? Or are you no, he's in time? an entirely different era. Sorry, if I didn't clarify that. Pudge is from the steroid era. 
Yachty's in the post-steroid era. Yachty is the best defensive catcher of his era. There is no motherfucker that holds a, uh, holds a match to his defense. Here's my favorite Yachty stat since 2004. I've told you guys this. Let's rehash it, okay? In terms of his value, how many times, uh, how many stolen bases attempts did the Cardinals have uh, from 2004 to um, 2022? 2000-something. You said 2000? No. It's actually, um, here, I'll tell you. We had... Um, 1,451 stolen base attempts against us. That okay. is the best in the league. By, here's the margin. We gave up, we, we had 1,400 stolen base attempts. The next team uh, to us is the Arizona Diamondbacks. They had over 2,000. Yachty prevented, on reputation alone, six. Hundred extra stolen base attempts. Let's look at this. We gave up 939 stolen bases from 2004 to 2022. The next team to do that, uh, or to give up the least amount, is the Diamondbacks with 1,407. That's how fucking good Yachty was. If we take... Let's say that extra 1407 minus 939, that's 468 stolen bases prevented, okay? Let's say a fifth of them score. That's 93.6 runs at the very least. And if you convert that into war, that's 11.7 wins above replacement Yachty is worth. That's not even factor into his Fangraphs war, which is like 55, okay? Yachty's easily a 60-plus war catcher, according to Fangraphs. And the average catcher that's in the Hall of Fame is between 50 and 60. He's earned his keep. Now, this isn't, this isn't even one of the best or a top-tier defense. He is the best defensive catcher for his era. No one holds a fucking match to him. So. Okay. He also, now, we agree with we all agree with you. So you need to write that all everything. <laughs> uh, so just write everything you said down in blood and mail it to this guy Nick was arguing with. Um, uh, we're we'll going to address. put Nick's uh, pubic hair on it. Here, let's take a look at something else. Yeah, Yachty played you know eighteen, nineteen years in the bigs. He caught over eighteen thousand innings as a catcher. The next guy in his era is 13,000. Like, I, I mean... Who is, who is that? I, Brian McCann. Okay. Brian fucking McCann. The only guy during his era who was on, who when he was good, he was right at Yachty's <laughs> level, was Russell Martin. If we, like, took their stats and made, like, an average, like, per nine innings or games, Russell was a little bit better. But here's the thing... Russell Martin, it's not toughness, maybe it's output. He didn't last as long as Yachty. Russell Martin came in after Yachty started playing, and he was out of the league before Yachty was out of the league. Tough. And that's your no- that's your number two second best that's defensive tough. catcher. Yeah. Anyway, that guy's a dipshit. Um, whatever, calls triggered. I don't give a shit. But yeah. This, I, is a, this is what we're going to have to discuss whenever his Hall of Fame eligibility comes up. And, like, I'm annoyed. Just watch the Foolish Baseball video. That ought to, like, solidify any case for him there. So, what'd you have, Ryan? But the, the, only, the only people who hate him openly are Cubs fans. Just because they've hated... Reds fans, too. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the, the fight... Brandon Phillips, in particular, just hates him. Yeah. It's actually his yeah. burner account. I, uh, go ahead. I don't know. I wasn't like... Pirates go ahead. don't have fans, so they don't count. Um, but they it, have Rich Hill now. That fan base is going to get excited for to win 68 games this season. So you watch out. <laughs> Did I tell you about my uh, 
escapades trying to be GM for them on out of the park baseball. Did I tell you that, Ryan. The Pirates. I uh, I did for the Pirates. I did five seasons. I still have it open. Um, I should like Discord you guys and on it. I lost a hundred and seven games the first year, eighty something the second year, and I've fucking Jerry rigged them into going to the postseason three straight years, and this includes pulling the Alex Greek last name GM move of getting young players and preying on them and be like, you know what, maybe you're not that good. Here's an extension th- to buy out your arbitration years. And I fucking weaseled in like, uh, who's that? Oh, God, he's a huge prospect, uh, first baseman. I can't believe I forgot his name. He was uh, a third base prospect for the Blue Jays at one point. I'm so mad I forgot his name. Anyway, I picked him up. I got Jazz Chisholm that I signed through arbitration years, the new MLB The Show cover athlete. Well deserved, right? Good old, good old jazz. But they're not I, going by skill level anymore, so it's fine. He's good for the game, you know. He's excitable. Javi um, Javi Baez was on the cover. Like, what are we, what are we expecting? Yeah, I wonder if this is going to be like a Madden curse, and that Jazz Chisholm stays healthy but hits like shit. Um, anyway. It's a good run. I need to share it with you guys. I shit dick the Pirates to an NLCS uh, game seven where we had a five run lead but blew it in the ninth. Typical OOTP, OOTP bullshit. But yeah. Um, in the meantime, on it, it realistically depicted how many fans I would draw on. Um, the Pirates' best seasons in terms of attendance was that short little spurt where three years in a row they were, it was us, them, and the Cubs. And just fucking slugging it out for uh, for the NL Central, you know. And then uh, they were rewarded the same way that uh, that I rewarded my team by having a half full stadium is what it was. <laughs> so, despite my best efforts, I drew only twenty five thousand fans to PNC. So, <laughs> anyway, <sighs> who are we fucking? Mr. Beast. <laughs> You've been waiting uh, all night to that. say that, haven't you? You've been wondering it. It's been fucking <laughs> yeah, I just came in the chamber just now. I don't even know. I know the guy is rich. He does like some weird squid game things with people. Uh, for some, I'm like, I don't. I, I don't. For what I it's worth. I, I mean, yeah. What he did with that blind people shit is kind of like weird, <laughs> but like kind of good at the same time. What did he I don't make know. him do? I'm conflicted. He do he, he paid for surgeries. That yeah. he paid for ten thousand people it? or a thousand people surgeries. Yeah. He usually does. What stuff kind of like surgeries people, were they? Were they like? He does. Races? He does charity stuff a lot. He does. But people say it's like he has so it's much money. It's stupid. There's like the bigot. Yeah. What's the right assessment of it? Um, he's not a billionaire, so he doesn't really control control political institutions and structures. I look at he's him just like a kid. A, yeah, I look at him as like a fucking Hassan Piker, I guess. Like, it's a good thing when rich people donate money for philanthropy. I don't like the, um, you know, here, I'm going to shake, a, a, you know, some bait for you. And you have to jump through this hoop for me to give you money. But whatever, you know. Um, I don't think he made him do anything. And he, like, gave them money afterwards, too. Yeah, well, but, it was like uh, $10,000 for each night you serv- you stay the night in a prison or a haunted house or some shit. So I can be like, okay, cool. But, like, at the same time, you know, help people out, sure. Like, like I feel like uh, the position, like, left-wingers like us should take is that philanthropy is good and rich people giving their money away is good. I wouldn't, like, chalk them up as, like, wealthy on it. Um I also think that it's legitimate to be like we shouldn't we should probably have systems like that to where we don't have to like people who can't afford a simple surgery to prevent blindness um, like maybe that shouldn't they shouldn't have to rely on some like Twitch streamer or YouTuber to just appear out of the blue like a money giving fairy like fluff hello I've come to distribute healthcare money to you. Like, they shouldn't have to rely on something dumb like that. They should just be covered. Uh, so, if, you know, if we want to criticize institutions like that, that's fine. But, hey, whatever, rich guy wants to give away money, sure, cool. Night. Neat. If he was like, 
Elon Musk doing this, I would say take his money and then kill him. Is what I would say. Uh, on Twitter, on Twitter, do it on Twitter, not in real life. Please don't shut down our podcast account with 40 followers, Mr. Musk. We're building it. Okay. I think that's how we get more followers, by the way. We need to, uh, on the podcast account, just appease the right-wingers. That seems to I, well, show up in more For You mentions that way. Maybe that's how we can use our, our ad money. If we get so much money, we'll buy Twitter and make it even more free and open to say Whoa. whatever whatever you want. Easy so there. Do that. Easy yes. there, partner. As long as it's after 11. <laughs> Yeah. Twitter yeah, after way dark. Chapter 11. Yeah, you want. We are super pro free speech here at Worst Fans Incorporated. We yep. we do all kinds of problematic things like Black Israelite Mike Schilt. What's up, motherfuckers? Big, How are my homies doing? You know. Big load of cum, then. Big load know? of cum. Uh, <laughs> all right, who are we fucking? Corbin Burns because he isn't the number one pitcher in baseball and You're they just at said the same he is. <laughs> That's such fucking horseshit. They put Verlander two, Scherzer four, uh, Sandy at five. Yeah, I don't agree with this. So, um, what I see with MLB's top ten list is at least three hundred and fifty days on the on the IL. So. Yep. All right. We love you all. Uh, catch you next time when we do. What are we gonna do? Top right field, top center field. Center. Let's just do it the right way. Fuck Corbin left, Burns. Left to see right. All. Fuck yeah. Fuck Corbin Burns. We'll see you all Sunday when we do center fielders. Goodbye.